a fabringen, in Yiddish a term meaning a joyous gathering, but it's really so much more. It's insight, it's inspiration, it's the bottom line. Join Rabbi Levi Avton Tuesdays at 1 p.m. for the Fabringen, only on 101.9 High FM. This is 101.9 Chai FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Afton, and it is a privilege and an honor to be with you on the today, two days before Purim. Today's Tuesday, Thursday night we have Purim. And as you can see, we played some quite extensive music, and the plan is to actually play even more music um, in just a moment. Um, why? Because ultimately when it comes to joy, you could talk about joy, just like you could talk about driving a car, but just because you you know the books doesn't mean you actually do it. So too when it comes to joy, you could talk about it, and you could talk till you're blue in the face, but ultimately it's about feeling the joy. And therefore today um, I chose three tracks each one of them quite lengthy, all of them from live concerts, um, just energetic music done at weddings, that hopefully will allow us to feel what we want to feel. So, Craig, just before we go and actually play more music, um, we're going to play the Simcha Jacobi, the Energy, the Simcha track. I just want to do these two quick ad breaks. Knowing your COVID status doesn't need to be costly or take forever. At this Pharmacies, you can reduce the cost and, anxi- of, and anxiety of waiting for results with their rapid COVID tests. Book an antigen test, which can determine if a specific virus is present currently, or an antibody test, which in most cases can determine whether you have had the virus or not in the recent past. Book an appointment at a Discam store near you at 0861-117-427. Discam, a winning mind in a healthy body. And it's Purim at the Selwyn Siegel gift shop. They have exciting mishloch manot, starting from 60 rand, do a mitzvah and bring smiles to the faces of friends and family, while making a difference in the lives of Selwyn Siegel residents. Call them on 011-640-6413 or email selwyngifts at jhbchev.co.za or pop in, they would love to see you. Chag Purim Sameach. And now we play some beautiful music. This is... The Energy Band featuring Simcha Jacobi and Lev Choir. It's one of my favorite tracks. I've been listening a lot to the month of Adar. I really think it will put you into a vibe. This is 101.9 High FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Aftson. See you on the other side. Israel, 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 Israel,
station of choice since 2008. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avtson on 101.9 High FM. This is 101.9 High FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Avtson from Linksfield Shul. And now we're ready to not listen to a bit more music. No, okay, okay. We'll do a bit of talking. Although I have to say, gosh, um, I'm much more in a musical mood than a talking mood. Or rather, music puts me in the mood more than talking does. On the other hand, um, I'm sure you didn't just come here to listen to music. Um, so let's see if we can share some thoughts that will hopefully put us in a joyous mood, if not as much as music, but rather, you know, just to accompany it as a supplement. There's no question that Purim 2021 is legend. 
if you remember last year, Purim, we were still before lockdown, we were starting to hear a bit, um, it was still a bit, you know, like, yeah, the virus overseas, is it going to hit us, how's it going to hit us? Not too long after that, things changed in shuls, and then shuls, like, for one week there was no bracha, and then uh, we shut down shuls, and then we went through a five-month lockdown, uh, do I have to tell you? Um, unless you have a fish memory, believe me, we all know this. But the point is, it's been a year, and last year Purim was almost like the last Chag that we celebrated, kind of what we considered normal, and now we're finishing the first year, please God, the first and the last, of a upside-down, topsy-turvy life, and especially, or not necessarily especially, but particularly when it comes to celebrations. Usually celebrations are done face-to-face, celebrations are done around a table, around food, around a drink, around the l'chaim, and our perm this year is going to be very different, and there's no question that for many of us, um, it's just another hammer, it's another nail. Um, first it was, you know, accepting Pesach, a, a different kind of Pesach. I remember last year when Kathy Kaler from the Chai FM, um, CEO, she called me just before Pesach and said, Rabbi, like we're looking just to find some inspiration. We're asking a bunch of speakers, rabbis, rabbitsons, and just speakers out there if they could prepare messaging just before Pesach so that people can feel a bit um, inspired, even though it's going to be the strangest Pesach of their lives. And I can't believe it's almost Pesach again. And now we're doing it for Perm. So, yes, on the one hand, feeling joy this Perm is not exactly the easiest thing. To feel joy in general is not easy, let's be honest. Joy is not exactly the easiest emotion to to feel. It's easy to talk about. Gosh, there's a lot of books about joy and a lot of people that could talk about joy. And I personally have spoken about joy every year at this time of the year, um, literally over and over and over. It's easy to talk about joy. It's very hard to practice it, even in better times. How much more so in times like now that are stretching us. And to feel joy in a time that you're feeling stretched is not easy, because ultimately, for many of us, what joy means is the the freedom, serenity. And when the life is te- when the heart is tense, when life is tense, it's very hard to feel that serenity. It's nice to feel serenity. It's easy to feel serenity when the stresses of life are away from us, even for just a moment. That's why I could personally say that Shabbos is by far the most serene day of the week, not only because it's a spiritual day, but also because it's away from the phone, it's away from um, just a lot of the triggers. You know, life moves on, but often you don't even know about it. And in those moments, you could find a certain serenity, a certain peace. I believe that's why we all sleep better on Shabbos as well. It's just like a certain calmness. But many of us have struggled to find the ability of being joy within the chaos. The feeling excitement within the challenge, within the nisayon, within the tough time. And this year, Purim is calling on us. It's calling on us to feel something in the unusual Purim we have, without the big parties, without the massive celebrations, without the great food, without the, the vibe without the vibe, to create an inner vibe. So in the past few weeks, we've spoken about it, various things about, you know, thoughts that we can explore. I, I really want to focus on this one specific thought because I really believe it to be um, so true of our time. That one of the great ways to feel joy is to look at the challenge we're living through 
and see how much we've grown, to see what we've become. Yes, it's not all pretty. For some of us, parts of ourselves have been pushed and activated in not great ways. Marriages are straining. Parents and children are straining. And yet, I would say, even to those people, is there nothing in this year that you grew in? Is there no place in your life that you've been stretched in a way that you can be proud of, in a way that you could sit there saying, wow, I've grown. There's the famous statement from our sages that every blade of grass has a special angel that tells it, Gidal, grow, Gidal, grow. Every blade of grass, how much more so you and I, each and every one of us, has angels, has the souls of our grandparents and all those who, you know, came before us, looking at us and saying, Gidal, grow, be your best self. And this year, yes, it's challenged us, but we've also grown incredibly. And are we allowing ourselves to appreciate how much we've grown? Someone, uh, a community member sent me the following message yesterday, and um, it means the world to her, and she shared it, and it's, it, it's, it's just beautiful. I'm sure you, many of you have heard the poem before. How would we know the sun, what the sun was if we never saw the rain? How would we know to feel joy if we never suffered pain? How would we know we were happy if we never had heartaches to bear? And how would we know we were needed if we never had someone to care? How would we know what faith is if nothing ever went wrong? And how would we know what music is if we never heard a song? How would we know what laughter is if we never shed a tear? And how would we know what courage is if we never cringed for fear? How would we know what hate is if we hadn't been given love? And how would we know what life is if there was no God above? <sighs> this message deeply resonates. You might say it's cliche, but I think after a year, it's, it's, it's more than a cliche. It's, We've tasted a lot of different feelings. We've tasted loneliness, and we've tasted heartbreak, and we've tasted sadness, and we've tasted disappointment, and we've tasted, some of us, poverty, lack, boredom, frustration. But in all that, what did we learn about ourselves, and what did we discover? Have we walked out with a better appreciation? In other words... After a year like this, it should be easier to feel joy, not harder, because now we know what there is to be joyous for. We've gone back and learned to appreciate the life we had and the life we still have. I remember, I've shared this story before, I remember talking to a friend of mine, a colleague, who's a rabbi somewhere in the United States, and he was telling me about a barmi boy, bar mitzvah boy, who he was training for his bar mitzvah week in, week out, and this kid came from an extremely uber-wealthy family. And one day the kid comes into the bar mitzvah lesson and he's feeling, he's acting very sad and disappointed. 
So this rabbi asks him, you know, Joey, what's going on? And Joey says, listen, you know, we just came back from a holiday in New Zealand. This was before lockdown. So the rabbi says, okay, what's the issue? He says, listen, you know, we, we flew a private jet, family jet. He says, okay. He says, but you see, it's a long flight. It is. And there's only one bed in the flight. So my parents took the bed and I was forced to sleep on the couch. <laughs> and I remember when he told me the story, I was like, oh my gosh. Now that's a way to raise a materialistic kid. And yes, it's very easy to judge. I mean, come on, like I'd imagine most of our listeners don't fly private jets to New Zealand. So it's very easy to us to look outside the reality and say, gosh, what a obnoxious child, right? But then people who have much less than us and they look at us, what do we kvetch about? I remember one time uh, a friend of mine in the community told me a story that he was driving to work and he saw a woman with no legs who was sitting in a wheelchair waiting to go to work on the road and she was so happy. So he stops her and says, can I do anything for you? And she says, no, I'm fine. I'm just waiting for my taxi. So he just gets into conversation with her and he discovers that this woman has to be pushed in a wheelchair from her township to the nearest bus station each morning, I believe for an hour. Then she has to take an hour drive and then take another taxi for a few more minutes. And only then she arrives at work. And she looks at him and says, I'm the happiest person alive because I have work. And often it's people that have less than us that appreciate for us to have what we have. So most of us would look at that kid that, you know, feel sorry for himself that he didn't get a private bed on a private flight to New Zealand as obnoxious. But the truth is, often we lose our appreciation for stuff. Often we take things for granted. And now suddenly we can't. And on the one hand, that makes us sad. Okay, it's human. On the other hand, does it give us hakara satov? Is it teaching us appreciation? Is it teaching us value of what we do have? Um, a little while ago, I, I flew into New York to my father's yard site. And, um, was, you know, the, there were flights going out of uh, South Africa. So I was able to go. I had to fly through a Middle Eastern country and arrive in New York 24 hours later. Forget about direct flights. That doesn't exist right now, at least not to New York. Um, and the plane was, the second plane was delayed, etc. One way took me 25 hours. One way took me 28 hours. And a year before, I would have been so miserable by arriving in New York. Oh, my gosh, I could have just taken a direct flight, 16 hours, even that so long, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I've done the flight. My mother and family, siblings live in New York, so I've done the flight, you know, once a year about. And eventually you just take it for granted. You sit down on a plane, you put on a seatbelt, you try to fall asleep, and 16 hours later you're on the other side of the planet. And, you know, flying during COVID with a mask and a visir on your face and God knows a million other limitations and a COVID test and another COVID test, you suddenly realize, gosh, like travel is a big deal. And wow, I'm lucky I could travel. Most people I know haven't even been able to travel, even in this climate. 
but I don't think I'll ever be able to travel again. I, the same. I hope that I'll remember, you know, the journey that I took this time. Chances are I'll forget because that's what humans do. We have a short-term memory, um, especially of, of these stuff. But what I hoped in that moment is, okay, like now let me appreciate that it is a big deal to fly to the other side of the world. And it is a, a miracle. It's a gift that I can. And this is a thought of joy because sometimes lack and what we don't have teaches us to appreciate stuff. And we can actually appreciate, like, you know, yesterday I spent some time with a few people who have pretty much been in lockdown, haven't seen a soul, they live alone in a very, very long time. And all I could do walking out, obviously, you know, I was trying to share words of inspiration, but they inspired me more because I looked, I walked out and I said, even in the worst moments of lockdown where I didn't see anybody, I had my wife and children. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Or I think about my grandparents who lived in lockdown endlessly, um, you know, in the Soviet Union. Lockdown simply because they were afraid of going outside, because they were so obviously Jewish. And there was no shops to buy, because in communist Russia it was pretty much bread lines. And there was no school ever, because my grandparents didn't want to send their kids to Soviet schools, so the, all the, pretty much all the kids were homeschooled. And forget about um, load shedding, they barely had electricity ever. Um, and washed their clothing at the free, freezing sea in Moscow. So sometimes just thinking about that gives me perspective. Could you imagine doing lockdown 100 years ago with no Zoom and no radio? Or even if there was radio, it would kind of be impossible to do radio the way we do today through Skype and various other technologies. That doesn't mean life is good. And it doesn't only mean seeing the half cup full. It means look at the half cup that's empty and appreciate what's in that half a cup. And appreciate what you've had till now, and please God, what we're going to get soon back. And to live with a sense of gratitude. And that is the simplest and most straightforward road to joy. What are your thoughts? This is 101.9 High FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Aftsen, and we'll be back just after this break. High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avtson on 101.9 High FM. Hi, Craig. Um, you're on the other side of this. And I'm thinking, you know, okay, Rabbi, you've said a good word. But, I, uh, Craig, I think we need some more music. So that track I prepared called Five Star Dance, which is with Barry Weber, Lippa Schmelzer, Schleimi Daskal, Shmuli Ungar, and... Levy Palkovich, each one singing for a minute or two. Can we have it? And maybe then we'll just wrap up with a few words. This is Five Star Dance, and this is 101.9 High FM. Put on your dancing shoes and enjoy. Ra 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 
101.9 megahertz of life. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avtson on 101.9 High FM. This is 101.9 High FM. My name is Rabbi Levi Avtson. Wrapping up the show. It wasn't much of a show. It was a lot of music with a small meditation. That was what Purim is. Little talking, lots of dancing. So my wish for all of us is that over the next few days we should taste real joy. On this beautiful perm, it's called a perm shulash, a triple perm, because in Jerusalem they would keep perm on the day, they keep perm the day after we do, and that is on Shabbos, so they're going to push off the most of perm till Sunday, so it's a three-day celebration, um, which is chazakah, triple, unbelievable strength, so here is for wishes for joy and happiness, finishing off with another great dancing hit, Amechad. One Nation by Ari Goldwag. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Chai FM. See you next week. God bless. Chai FM, your station of choice since 2008.
Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008.